Father, we thank you for what you are going to do today. And we thank you that everything belongs to you. And we acknowledge that you are our Father and we are your children. Thank you for this privilege which we have in Jesus. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Reverend Cecilia and uh, Pastor Cosmos and Sister uh, Pastor Gift. Thank you very much and all the leadership of this church. Thank you very much for having me. And really, this is honor for me to be here and to share the word of God with all of you. And uh, let me share something about myself. Uh, my name is William Massey. <clears throat> and originally, uh, I'm from Pakistan. I'm here today with my wife, Dirkshanda, and with three girls, Naisa and Ramilia and Nathania. And uh, we have our church uh, in Collierswood. We have an Asian fellowship. And uh, before I moved here in this country, I was pastoring a church in Pakistan. <clears throat> we had so many problems, so we had to leave uh, that country and let uh, I will share with you what happened with us and what was the reason. But first I want to share my testimony because uh, wherever I go, mostly people ask my uh, uh, testimony, how I became a Christian because I'm from Muslim country and 96% are Muslims there. And really God is doing amazing things in Muslim world. Amen. And uh, <clears throat> many, many people are coming to know to Jesus. And uh, I feel that mainly, mostly, Jesus is active by himself instead of his uh, disciples. Because many people are seeing Jesus in dreams and visions, and even Jesus has appeared on them physically, and there are so many testimonies in my country. Even people are baptized by Jesus himself. Amen. Maybe you have heard the testimony of uh, Balkis Sheikh. Uh, she wrote uh, one book called, I Dare to Call Him Father. And in that book, she wrote her testimony, how Jesus came and baptized her. And then there is another man. Uh, his name is uh, Lazarus. He was injected by his own family, poison injected in his body but uh, they thought that he will be die till next morning and they informed all their relatives that tomorrow at this time is his funeral so please come but when they saw him next morning in his room he was still alive and he was reading his bible wow. and uh, then he went to different pastors and asked him uh, asked them to baptize him but mostly people refused because it's a crime in my country in pakistan and they uh, punishment is plenty of death. So mostly people were scared, uh, pastors were scared and they didn't baptize him. But one day he was crying and he was weeping in his room and uh, he asked Jesus that, okay, if your people don't want to baptize me, it's better for me to become Muslim again. But Jesus came in his room and he talked to him and he said that, okay, if my people are not willing to baptize you, I am willing to baptize you. Go to beach and I will baptize you. So this man went at 4 a.m., in the morning, uh, he went to the beach and Jesus baptized him. And after that, Jesus was disappeared from there. So there are so many powerful testimonies, powerful testimonies. And uh, I want to share what happened with me. Actually, uh, I studied about different religions, about Hinduism, Sikhism, Bhaiism, New Age, Mormon, Jehovah Witness, Christianity, Judaism, and all these things. And in the end, I start saying there is no God. But... Uh, one of my friends, 
I will share it very briefly. Yeah? So one of my friend, he uh, challenged me. Actually, he tried to evangelize me. And I told him that oh, I'm not interested anymore because all this religion, they teach you good stuff. But he said, no, this religion teach you a good stuff. But all these religions, they teach you how you can reach out to God. But only in Christianity, God tells us that how he can reach out to us. So he said that my God can come and he can talk to you. So I don't know why I challenged him and I said, okay, your God has 30 days and within 30 days I want to see him. So he taught me a simple prayer, a creator of this universe, a true living God, whoever you are, come, I want to see you. And he said that my Jesus will come and he will talk to you. So I was so happy and I said, this is so easy. I have done so many funny things and uh, this is so easy. So just praying at night time, I can do it. So I did 29 nights, but nobody came. And every day I used to tell him, see, there is no God. See, there is no God. But on 30th night, when I was sleeping in my bedroom, I heard a voice from outside, which called me William, William. So I went to my kitchen door and I was uh, looking outside. And on that night, uh, night was very dark, pitch night. Even there were no star on the sky, but not here in Asia. You can see every single night stars, even in Africa also the same maybe. And, uh, I didn't see anything. So I was scared. I came back and I slept. After some time, again, I heard that same voice, which called me William, William. So I went outside. And when I was standing in my kitchen door, I saw a man in white clothes and his face was shining. He came on the terrace and from terrace, we have stairs. And uh, actually on that, uh, under that terrace is a bedroom. So we had stairs and he came uh, down from the stairs and he stood just in front of me like this face to face. And he asked me, will you not allow me to come in your bedroom? I was completely frozen. I didn't know what to say and I didn't speak even one single word. So I came back and I sit to my, uh, on my bed, legs down to the head side and he followed me and he sit to the feet side legs down <clears throat> and then he said he's Jesus I didn't believe him I said okay if you are Jesus then my brother and my sister-in-law they are sleeping in that bedroom go and bring them here so this man yeah so this man he went he called my brother and my sister-in-law and they came and they sit to the other side of the bed and we all four of us prayed together and after prayer, my brother and my sister-in-law, they went back in their room. And after some time, this man who said, he's Jesus, he went back. I had a very long conversation with him. I had so many questions which I asked from him. And uh, that next day, early in the morning, my sister-in-law came to me. And she asked me, did I watch a nightmare last night? I said, no. She said, she and her husband, they came in my bedroom. I was crying and I was praying. And then I asked her, did you see somebody else in my room? They said, no, you was alone. And then I asked her, did you pray with me? They said, no. And then I testified to them that Jesus visited me and uh, I saw Jesus. And this is my sister-in-law's word. She said that she and her husband, they could feel the presence of God in my room. And that was the day. 30th September 1994 when I gave my life to Jesus and then later on I threw away all the 
different religions books and since that time this bible is my life you can say i love this bible and i follow this bible so on that specific night jesus said to me that he will not leave me and he will not forsake me so after that so many things happened in my life uh i became a pastor and uh, then we had a church we planted seven churches in um, pakistan and uh, <clears throat> but the persecution was also increasing so so many things were happen uh, three times i was arrested by police our five churches were attacked and were scattered and one time our house was attacked by the 50 or 60 uh, people who were stoning on our house and we prayed that lord uh, let them not come in in our home so we believe that on that day god put a hedge of protection around us and nobody entered in our home so uh, my eldest daughter she was kidnapped and uh, we just prayed we said lord you put your fear in their hearts and let them uh, return our daughter back safe and sound and uh, after 24 hour almost uh, they called us and they said that since we have kidnapped your daughter we are so fearful we are so scared so please don't harm us and we are going to return your daughter back so this is the power of our god amen so when i studied about different religions i couldn't find the peace and that peace i found in jesus and before my life was meaningless i had no purpose of my life but jesus gave me a purpose and he told me that i am a son i'm not a slave and i know that uh when i was reading this bible and uh, when i was practicing christianity not actually because i, I was from a roman catholic background and uh, i used to say lord i want that when i go to heaven you say me well done good and faithful servant but later on i jesus said that you are not a servant you are my brother and you are a son of living god and that is our identity in christ jesus amen okay. i studied about different religions but mostly majority in my country is muslims so then god gave me a really heart for muslim people how to reach out to them how to talk to them so i have found it that it's very very easy to reach out to the muslims but the problem is we christians are not dare to talk to them and if we are dare to talk to them most of them we are trying to reach out to them through this bible and this muslim people they don't believe in this bible because they think that this is corrupted it's not reliable anymore so the best way is to reach out to them is to talk to them through quran when you talk to them through quran and you answer them their question it's very easy to win them for christ i have baptized so many muslim people and it's just like a popcorn anybody know how to make popcorn or anybody know how to make a tea yeah it's just as simple as you can make a tea it's too simple it's not too difficult but the problem is we don't know how to use that muslim terminology so when we use that terminology 
they understand they understand and today i want to share the difference between allah and yahweh the muslim god and the christian god because many people they believe that we and muslims we worship the same god which is not true it's not true muslim god is not like yahweh yes is a completely different can i have one first slide difference between allah and yahweh maybe you know that uh, some some months ago uh, donald trump visited israel and uh, on his arrival the israeli president he said that uh, christians muslims and jews they worship the same god how many people heard this statement did anybody hear or not if you didn't then you need to watch uh, on a youtube uh, on on his uh, welcome speech and then you will know that even the president of israel he said that christians muslim and jew worship the same god which is not true it's not true so let me give you next slide please so actually quran says that christians muslim and jews worship the same god and that statement actually support quranic this verse support the israeli president statement quran you can read chapter 29 verse uh, 46 says don't agree with the people of the scripture it means jews and christians accept in the nicest possible manner unless they transgress and say we believe in what was revealed to us and in what was revealed to you and to our god and your god is one and the same to him we are supporters so actually quran says that our god and uh, allah is same but bible says it is not if you see the comparison of this both then you will know and i want to share next slide and i want to share a little bit comparison of this uh, next of uh, comparison of east east of uh, yahweh and allah next slide please yahweh bible says that bible is that god is love and he does not hate anyone according to john chapter 2 verse 16 god loves the sinful world next please romans chapter 5 verse 8 god has proved his love for sinners in this matter that christ died for the sinners next iskel chapter 18 verse 23 god hates sin but loves the sinner next but allah quran teaches that allah loves those he chooses to love and hates those he chooses to hate allah's love is not for sinners next please according to quranic teachings allah's love or hate is in response to human behavior next quran chapter 3 verse 140 says allah loves not those that do wrong so now you can see the difference god loves the sinner yahweh loves the sinner but hate this sin but allah he hate the sinners next please allah hates transgressors chapter 2 verse 
and then yeah, go ahead go ahead and then chapter 2 verse uh, 276 allah hates to ungrateful and wicked creatures if you are unthankful it means allah is not happy with you he hates you because you are not a thankful person next chapter 3 verse 32 and chapter 30 verse 45 says allah hates to those who reject faith it means Allah hate non-Muslims. Every single person who is not Muslim, Allah has no love for them. Allah doesn't love them. But what about Yahweh? Does He love non-Christians? Yes. Is there any doubt? No. no. There is no doubt. His love is same for the Christians and non-Christians. But Allah is not like that. Next please. Yahweh is merciful and compassionate towards the sinners. Next. Allah is not merciful towards sinners. Next. Yahweh is more gracious than judgmental. Allah is more judgmental than gracious. Yahweh is close, personal, and invites us to approach His throne of glory. Sorry, the word is wrong here. But Allah is distant, unknowable, and unapproachable God. Later I will explain that Yahweh has revealed Himself. But Allah has revealed His teaching, not his, Himself. So there is a much, much difference. So, you know, the president of America, who is the president of America now? Donald Trump. You know him, right? But you don't know what is his favorite food, what time he sleeps, what time he wakes up, what he does in his uh, extra times, free times, right? You don't know about him. Just you know him. So, this is the difference between knowing God and knowing about God. So Allah haven't revealed himself. He just has revealed his teaching. What he likes and what he don't likes. Okay. Yahweh has revealed himself as well as his will. John chapter uh, 13 verse 3 says, This is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God and the one you have sent, Jesus Christ. But Allah revealed his will, but not himself. Yahweh is everywhere, even in the toilet and in your bedroom, because he is omnipresent. Do you believe? Yes. But Allah is not everywhere. Allah is not in toilet. Yeah, Allah is not everywhere. According to Quran and Islamic teaching, Allah is not in the toilet. He lives in heaven above. And even Allah is not present in your bedroom. And mostly, sin is done in these two places. So it means Allah cannot see your sin. But our Bible says that God knows everything. He knows what we do, what time we wake up, and what time we go to bed. He knows everything. But Allah is not like that. 
to next. Yahweh is father of every single person who receives Christ as the as his Lord and Savior. Yahweh has a personal relationship with human beings. Yahweh is not a grandfather of anyone. He is father of every single person. Have you got this statement that Yahweh is not a grandfather of anybody? Actually, he should be a grandfather of my children if he's my father. But it's not like that. He is my father. He is the father of my father. And he is the father of my children also. Because he wants a personal relationship. But Allah is not like that. Next please. Allah has no son and he does not have any personal relationship with human beings. Allah has no son. Allah has no children. Allah has no personal relationship with any human beings. Yahweh loves us so much that he sent his son Jesus Christ to die for our sins. This was determined in eternity past, before even you and I were born and before any of human humankind had fallen into sin. That is his love. His love is eternal. But Quran teaches that there is no need for Allah to provide, us, uh, to provide a sacrifice for sin. Even Jesus was not died on the cross as a sacrificial lamb. So you can see the contradiction and the difference between Allah and Yahweh. So Muslim says, many Muslims will say, oh, we worship the same God with you. So there is no difference. But there is opportunity for you to talk to them. You can ask them, Do, is your God present in the toilet or not? <laughs> there is a big question. Mostly Muslim people will say, oh, yes, he's everywhere. But Quran contradicts these things. Quran says he is not in toilet. Even Quran deny that Jesus, uh, that uh, God revealed Himself on Moses in a bush. So they have this story, this story, but they believe that that was an angel in the bush, not Yahweh. So you 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 will get so many points here to talk to Muslims because you need to start. You need to start from somewhere. Next is, Yahweh has revealed himself as a father, son, and the Holy Spirit. Allah exists as a singular unity and has no partners. There is no trinity in, in Islam. And even when you will talk to the Muslims, and you will talk, if you will say something about Holy Spirit, they don't understand anything about the Holy Spirit. Because they don't know Holy Spirit. They think that Holy Spirit is an angel. And many Christians, uh, when we Christians, we say, we talk to the Muslims and we say that, oh, Jesus was born by the Holy Spirit. And they think that angel had sexual, uh, sexual relationship with Mary. That's why Jesus was born and he was called the Son of God. And that they think that is the Christian's belief. Do you believe this thing? No, this is lie. This is deception. There is no truth. So later I will explain you what is the, uh, the difference between angel and Holy Spirit according to Islam. Okay. Yahweh has revealed himself as a father, 
father of Jesus and of us all. But Allah, Allah has 99 names in Quran, but father is none of them. In Islam, it is blasphemy to call God father. They don't believe that you can call God a father. So this is a sin according to Islam. So Allah is not a father of any human being. Right? So Yahweh has spoken to people throughout his history and continues to do so today. But Allah has never spoken directly even to Muhammad or any of his followers or any other person in the history. They have received the revelation through angels and that's it. None have seen God. But in Bible, many, many people have seen God. And they believe in true living God. Okay. Allah has denied the Trinity, the fatherhood of God, the sonship of Jesus Christ and the deity of the Holy Spirit, the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus, but Yahweh haven't. So now you know that who is the true God? Which God you follow? Allah or Yahweh? So there is much difference in this. So many people, they say that we and Muslims worship the same God. So do, do you know now that do you worship the same God or a different God? Different God. Different God. We can love the Muslims, but we cannot love their God, their Allah. So if they are not following the true God, so then do you think they are going to heaven? If they are not going to heaven, then we have a great responsibility in our shoulders to share the gospel with these people. Because if they will die, if they will die in sin, God will ask us. We are accountable for our brothers. And you know they are from Ishmael. Ishmael. And mostly when we work among Muslims, we don't call them Muslim. We said to them, you are our cousin. Because Ishmael and Isaac, they were brother. And now we are cousins with them. So we don't hate you, but you hate us. You dislike us, but we still love you because the love we have received from our Heavenly Father. And that love compels us to love you. So there is one thing you can, when you start talking to them, you can talk, start from their God, their Allah. Okay then. All, all right, I will stop it here, but uh, just uh, one thing I want to share with you about uh, uh, Muslims' belief. Muslims believe in replacement theology, and they have, uh, they believe, and they, according to their faith, Bible has been replaced with the Quran. And now Quran is the most reliable document on this earth. Right? And next, go ahead. Jesus has been replaced with Muhammad as the greatest prophet. Next. Jerusalem has been replaced with Mecca. The holy temple of Solomon has been replaced with Kaaba. The law of Torah has been replaced with the law of Quran. 
Israel nation has been replaced with Muslim as his beloved people. Judaism has been replaced with Islam. And one more, yeah. The temple has been replaced with mosque. Muslim says, believe and claim that all Jewish people, Jewish prophets were Muslims from the beginning, including Jesus, Abraham and Adam. So this is their belief, right? Muslims love the dead Jews, but hate the living Jews. Have you got this statement? They, they love all the prophets of Jews, right? And they think they are Muslim and they love them, right? Even they are dying for their sake. If you say anything wrong against any prophet, they will come to kill you. But they dislike the Jewish people who are living on this earth. They hate them, but they love the dead Jews. But what about this, about us? Do we think that Quran is most reliable document on this earth now? No, it's not from the God. It's from the Satan. And if you read Quran, actually I did my master's degree in Islamic studies. And I studied 16 years Islam as a compulsory subject. In 16 years, yes, from uh, year one to up to university. That was a compulsory subject and you have to read it. Whether you are Christian, Muslim, Hindu, whatever you are. So I know their ABC everything. So if you read Quran, 98, sorry, 95% Quran is opposite of Torah. I have one book uh, which is not printed yet. The comparison of Mosaic and Muhammadan law. Usme dono ka, oh sorry. <laughs> I'm supposed to speak in my own language. <laughs> uh, in that book, in that book there is a comparison of uh, both law because all the Mosaic law has been changed in Quran. Like if a man uh, give divorce to his wife, his wife have to remarry, uh, if he, his wife uh, or a man want to remarry his first wife, his first wife have to marry with somebody else first and she have to spend a time of Iddat which is uh, three months with another man and after three months this second husband will give a divorce to his wife and then she can marry to her first husband. But according to Jewish law, it's a sin. God hate this thing. So if you see, all the law is opposite of Torah. So if you really want to reach out to the Muslims, please try to read Quran. Try to know the Islam. And it is very, very easy. And I think this is the need of this hour. Because so many people are around here in our neighborhood. We don't need to go to Saudi Arabia or Iran. They all are here in our footsteps. And we can share the word of God with them. And here, they cannot torture you. Here, they cannot put a blasphemy law over you. They cannot do anything against you.
they have to listen because we have a freedom of speech here in this country but in their countries they don't have any freedom so don't miss this opportunity veil this opportunity and use this opportunity to share the love of god with these people because they are rejected people and the one thing which you can do is just to love them and hug them that's it and i have seen many people when you hug them they start crying even many many muslim men haven't received a hug from their own dad so they are having a rejection generation to generation because if you know abraham rejected ishmael with hagar and he sent sent them away so that rejection is coming generation to generation and until now these people are very very rejected very isolated they need love they don't know that allah is love only bible says yahweh is love so they they don't know even the definition of love few months ago god gave us opportunity to go to a mosque and talk to the muslim people and to the priest and when we talked about love they said we, ha- we don't have this kind of understanding about love we don't know so where you got this definitions of love we told them this all is written in this book oh and second thing a third thing which you can do is give them bible but don't give them complete bible give them first new testament when they will understand the new testament then they will be able to understand the old testament mostly people give them complete bible and they start from genesis they enjoy the book of genesis but when they finish the book of genesis they put this book in a shelf or somewhere else because after genesis there is no story and they love stories so next part is just a boring for them so the best way is give them if you have a, the, uh, the gospel according to john give them that first if you don't have give them new testament simple and that will blown them away that will open their eyes they will read story after another story and then they will book the uh, read the book of acts and they will see all the things which they learn in the gospels they will see the practicality of all these things and that will change their hearts and their minds hallelujah father i thank you that your word never ever go in vain and father i thank you for this word which you has released in this afternoon and i pray for each and every single person who is here and father i pray that you touch their heart their mind their spirit and their soul and prepare their hearts for your people and especially father i pray that you fill their hearts with your love for your people muslim people and father i pray that you stir them up you raise them up up and give them courage and boldness to talk to this people father and father i pray you 
open new doors for them. You give them new opportunities to talk to the Muslim people. And Father, I pray that you raise them up in this area, that they can become a tower of light. And because these people are living in the darkness, so let them see that there is light in this area for them. And they can reach out to this light. And Father, I pray that you open the hearts of your people and give them your divine revelation, your divine wisdom to talk to these people, Father. And I pray that that when they talk, start talking to these people, Father, your Holy Spirit speak through them, Father. I thank you for their lives, Father. And Father, I commit each and every single person into your hands, Father. And Father, I pray you bless them and you enlarge their territory, Father. And use them in a mighty way for the extension of your kingdom, Father. And Father, I especially pray for them, for each and every one of them who is here. Father, I pray that you touch their hands and their mouth when they minister to these Muslim people. Because they believe in healing. So Father, I pray that when they pray for these Muslim people, your healing power work through them, Father. And heal that people out and touch their lives, Father. I thank you, Father, and I give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. And Father, I especially pray for this congregation. Father, you bless this congregation. And bless each and every person, Father. And enlarge the territory of this congregation, Father. And bless them and bring your people from the east, from the west, from the north, and from the south. And Father, I pray that this place will be a, a smaller place for them. And they have to move to a bigger place. I thank you, Father. I give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen.